Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. Hey everybody, welcome back to STR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith from Build STR Wealth. Hopefully you guys are doing well. This is STR Unfiltered. That means there might be a, a profanity slain or two, and it's the unbridled truth about being a short-term rental real estate investor and a host about hospitality. Today's about your, your stupidity. And I see so many of you, hopefully it's not actually you that are listening or watching right now, but I see so many people just saw it this morning, which is what spiked this in my Build Short-Term Rental Wealth Facebook group. I'm looking at the post right over there and literally somebody wants to rent out his personal ATVs to his guests. And the first thing that pops into my mind, are you fucking kidding me? That is the dumbest fucking thing that you could ever, ever do. That's worse than a motorized golf cart. That's probably worse than a pontoon boat. You're not going to make enough money compared to the liability in your family's future. Uh, there's the risk reward is just insane from a risk standpoint. Do not do it. It is not worth it. It is really that simple. I could end this podcast right now at 90 seconds in. I shouldn't even have to explain myself. It doesn't matter if you have a sub-million dollar net worth or a $50 million net worth. A motorized vehicle, an ATV that you're going to rent out that you own personally, and this person probably owns his property personally and is his personal name, probably not in an LLC with, you know, no Jeff Hampton, SDR Law Guys, special liability protection probably no umbrella liability policy on top of it. We're just thinking it's that money chasing mentality. And I get it. I did that for years as well, but now I'm older and wiser and you can see the gray in my beard. When this, when there was no gray there, I probably would have done stupid shit like this too. But here's the deal. There is a big difference between an electric golf cart and a motorized golf cart or an ATV or a pontoon boat. And a lot of people on lake properties, like, hey, I can go buy, you know, an old 10-year-old pontoon boat for 15K and I can rent it out for $400 a day. Okay, so let's say that you rent that out for $400 a day from Memorial Day to Labor Day. That's roughly 100 days, right? $400 a day, most lake properties, three-night minimums. Let's say you're at 80% occupancy, so 80 days. I'm not real good at math, so I'm going to borrow... My calculator here in 80 times 400, that's $32,000, 32 grand. Now you're going to have upkeep. You're going to have damage. You're going to have cleaning costs. You're going to have insurance costs. You're going to have all this stuff. Let's just say there's $5,000 in total costs through a summer. So now let's drop that down to 27 grand, $27,000. So let's divide that by four, 27 grand divided by four is what? It's like 8,500 bucks. Is $8,500 worth it if somebody, if a five-year-old kid drowns while they're on your pontoon boat or, you know, they run it in, they're drunk and they're drinking and they run it into your dock and cause $50,000 worth of damage and somebody loses a leg because they tried to stop the boat with their foot? Is it worth renting ATVs for $27,000 through a summer? If people go out and, you know, they become a, para a quadriplegic when they crash the thing into a tree, is it worth it for a motorized golf cart? These are the things that we have to weigh. And if you are going to go and do something idiotic like that, 
then you better have liability insurance. And a lot of you are buying second home loans in your name. Then you're going to like State Farm or Farmers and getting re regular residential, you know, policies for homeowners. And you're having a rental addendum put onto your policy. And you have no idea what your real coverages are. You have no umbrella, no liability to where if somebody like me comes in and I'm worth probably, I don't know, 40, 50, 30 to 50 million if I was to die and you were at fault today. And believe me, my wife is going to find the best lawyer to sue the shit out of you so she can take care of my kids for their adult lives and possibly their grandchildren. So if I'm worth 30 to 50, you know, a smart attorney is probably going for 75 to 100 to start with. That's going to ruin anybody's life. Just Google Gulf Shores, Alabama pool diving incident and watch it. Was, I think it was an $11 million judgment right before COVID about four years ago, three, four years ago where somebody didn't have the proper signage and literally someone dove into, you know, like that sunsplash shelf. And we don't think about these things. We don't think about, the, a lot of people don't think about that liability. So at the very least, and most of you probably don't know this, if you are in a, a location, and I'm just going to use myself as a use case, I bought a property in Montana, proper, denied the property on the homeowner, so I had to go through State Farm uh, to get my homeowners. Yes, I am added a rental policy. Yes, I have half a million in liability on that, but I went back to proper and said, hey, can you give me a liability on top of it? And I added $2 million on top of it. I also have another $5 million umbrella policy for all of my properties. Well, Bill, why would you spend that kind of money? Well, the $2 million policy from proper, I forgot what it was. It was less than 1200 bucks, maybe $1,200, $1,300. It was very cost efficient for me. I'm willing to write that check for the the protection, the liability protection. I have, I'm on a river. Literally, it's a river. It's not a fast moving river. It's a slow moving river. But if somebody gets in it, it's filled with rocks on the bottom. Easily break an ankle. Someone could slip and fall, hit their head. If they dive into the river and the water's low. It's in Montana. There's lots of ice. What happens if somebody slips and falls just going from, you know, their vehicle onto my stoop? What happens if somebody falls onto two two story property? There's a million things that can happen that I want to protect my liability. There's a reason that Jeff Hampton from SDR Law Guys has property and individual LLC, then liability umbrella on top of it. The first, the first and second rungs. Every one of us as an investor should have an umbrella policy, but we can mitigate our risks by really paying attention to what the value is of these additional amenities. We have risk with a hot tub. We have risk with a pool. You know, do you have signs at every entrance and exit to your pool? Do you have pool rules? No lifeguard on duty. All that correct, you know, wording on your signs. Do you have that in your listing? Do you have that in your rental agreement? You have all of these things to where it's not just one sign. You say, okay, I'm done. Everybody's got to see that sign walking in and out of the pool. What you need to think about is what happens if something bad happens and you end up in a court of law. So it's kind of interesting. The first place that I put stuff is it a lake property and I've got it on a tree before you go down the steps. I've got it on the dock. When you get down there, I've got it in my listing. I've got it in my rental. I've got it everywhere I just mentioned, but I still have the umbrella policy on top of it. Every time somebody, literally probably 95% of the time somebody checks into my lake property, even they see it in the booking on my dock. Hey, can we rent the boat? Can we rent your jet skis? No, you can't. We'll give you $500 a day each for the jet skis, thousand bucks for two jet skis. That'd be awesome. I'd love to make an extra hundred thousand bucks, not doing it, not worth the liability. You have to determine how much coverage you want. How much risk are you willing to take? For me, I'm not willing to take very much. I want to have all the protection that I can because I look at how that can affect the future 
of my family. So make sure you have liability insurance. If you're not using a full up commercial policy like proper, make sure you study the exclusions inside of your policy, especially if you're using somebody that's writing a residential policy, a non-commercial insurance policy. For 99% of us, even if we have proper, we still want another layer of liability on top of that. Most of our homeowners policies are only covering three to $500,000 and that's not gonna be enough. If somebody, even if somebody flips and falls on lands on their back and they can't work, you know, for the, the next 20 years of their li adult life. These are things that most people don't think about. Protect yourself, protect your spouse, protect your family, protect your children. It's not that hard. Thanks for joining me, everybody, on this episode of STR Unfiltered. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.